Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Outspoken with White and Jordan. 100% engagement. It's a total disrespect. Download, stand well back, listen. Jim White and Simon Jordan. I don't see that view. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Hi, this is Jim White and thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. It's a longer episode for you today because myself and Simon welcome Noel Gallagher into the studio. He joined us to reflect on Manchester City's latest Premier League title. Plus, we covered a range of topics from the treble and FFP breaches to the possibility of Oasis getting back together. up the Premier League trophy we know that the blue moon isn't rising it's now the dominant force on the Premier League horizon they are champions deserved champions and they've got two to go two massive games they want to win the treble of course we are there so now we can the players can think about it can visualize it so it's, it's normal Man United that's going to be some game that's some FA Cup thing Inter are going to the Champions League final Haaland on the money scores if they play anything like that, an Inter Milan are going to get absolutely torn apart. The treble is on. One down, two to go. Am I happy with that? No, I'm not. I want more. He's listening to himself and he's laughing. He's not happy. He wants more. And who is he? He's Noel Gallagher. Music icon and Manchester City fan. And he's here in studio, here in Talk Sport. The 17th floor of the news building right beside London Bridge with Simon and myself. Noel, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, you want more. You do. I do want more, yeah. But can we just start by... I'm gonna, <laughs> and there's been some uh, confusion as to what my surname actually is. So <laughs> if, if you're Irish, it's Gallagher. Yes, we, we saw don't that, do yeah. We don't do the G. If you're Mancunian, it's Gallagher. If you're from Scotland, it's Gallagher. And if you're Lord Lordy Door over there, it's Mr. Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I wasn't wrong. You're not wrong, but in in, in Scotland, it, the, it, Gallagher has, has a C in it. And in Gaelic or Gallic, it's loosely translated as the supreme being. 
I don't know whether you know that, Simon. Is that right? That is correct. You can Google that when you get on. You see, you know, th- this amuses me because you constantly, and you just did it, Radrazzini, the owner of uh, Leeds United. It's Andrea Radrazzani. That's so what? <laughs> I mean, just say your names, mate, news. <laughs> no, really good to, to have you Thank on you board. Very much. Uh, how good was the weekend for you then? Yeah, like, well, I didn't I didn't go because I didn't think Arsenal would hand it to us uh, on uh, on the Saturday, so I'd, I'd made other plans I couldn't go. I, I thought we'd get it this week against Brighton or Brentford. Um, but it was, well, it's great. You know, to win it again is just, I mean, it's beyond everybody's wildest dreams. And um, the fact that Arsenal handed it to us made it a little bit more sweeter because they were celebrating it in, in January, <laughs> weren't they? And uh, I just think they've done an amazing job. I think this season... In particular for Guardiola, with all that, uh, all that he's getting rid of Cancelo and coming up with new formations and the whole charges thing, which I know you're desperate to get into, Simon. Um, <laughs> uh, will will I think I think it might be one of his greatest achievements as mm. to to the clubbers, you know, having Haaland trying to settle in. I think he's done a brilliant job, and uh, congratulations to him all. Thoroughly deserved, you know. When 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 Pep talks about being there, you know, at the end, we were saying to all Arsenal fans, my friends, it's the last six games that count. And if City are there and they're on your shoulder, no one expected Arsenal to turn around and give it to us. But yeah. I think once we beat them at the Etihad and beat them convincingly, you could just feel that they the the, the air went out of their balloon and it was just they'd gone by that. Point. Is this the best City team that he's managed to get together? Well, I don't know. The there, best is, ever. there is this conversation like who's the best and is it if they do this, is it better than that? It's just the best now. You know, you're not telling me that team that got 100 points is not special. That team that got 100 points, I've never seen anything like it. The team that, the, 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 the team that won the league in the first place with, with Aguero, it was amazing. So if this team wins the two next big games which we were hoping that they will do then it'll go down not as one of the best city teams but one of the best teams of this era and and in british football and it won't be better than united it'll be the same as united and I, this talk about who's better and whose players better and you hear it on telly de bruyne better than paul scores there's a level that sportsmen and clubs get to and there's a few in it and there's a there's there, there's a room which man united sit on their own they're the, the proper treble winners. And if City win these two games, they're going to be in the room with them, saying, oh, well, how's that then? Eh? How are you getting on with that? So they won't surpass them. They'll be in the same room. No, no, room. no, no, we can't. Would, would United's treble team That's a great point. stand up against City's? We'll never know. Is Guardiola a better coach than Ferguson? We like to banter with United fans and all that. But you can't, you, you can't, you can't prove it because you can't, the teams can't play against each other. You know, City are the I best now. No, it's the man in which it's like that Brian Clough, Clough analogy, isn't it? When he walks into Leeds United and says, "I want to do what you've done, but I want to do it better." Yeah. And Don Revy says, "You can't do it better." He says, "I can do it better. I can win it better." Yeah. So if Man City rock into the Champions League and smash into into the next life, mm. right, and not get a two-one win in the last minute against Bayern Munich, mm. and they then win the FA Cup by smashing Manchester United, or in the order mm. that it comes through, people will argue that their outcomes were more compelling. Yeah. But it won't be emulating, it'll just be equaling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It, you know, and it's such a rarity in English football, the treble. It's only been done once. So this is not nailed on. It's life and death against United. Yeah. It's life and death. And if it was any other manager in managing City, I'd think, are they going to just... Stand up to it. 
just take it down 10% because they're playing in the biggest game of their lives next week. Guardiola won't wear that. They'll be revved up for that game big time. And I just think it's, it's not, it's not be- it isn't better because you can't prove it. You cannot prove it. You're there. It'll be there forever. And uh, we'll, you know, it's, it's a rarity. These things don't come along often. Yes. Liverpool, one yeah. of the best sides we've ever seen, with two games away from an unprecedented quadruple, quadruple. and they yeah. fell down at the final hurdle. Mm. So it can happen. But, I mean, fingers crossed and Godspeed and it'll be great. Where, where's the biggest challenge going to come from next season, though, as far as City are, are concerned? Who do you think will push you hardest? <sighs> I'm gonna well at Liverpool, United. I don't know. You never, you never know. No one's seen Arsenal coming. No one's seen Newcastle doing what they were doing this season. So you never know. They'd say at City, you would imagine that the biggest challenge will come from within, where it's like trying to keep them. You know, if, if Gundogan leaves and um, Bernardo leaves, and new players come in, the biggest challenge, I would say, Pep would say, will come from within themselves. You know, but we don't know. But I hope it is. I hope it is competitive because we love things going to the last day. Yeah. You know, we love yeah. it. And yeah. if City end up winning this league by thirteen points, which is likely, it'll be crazy the way that that it was. It was nip and tuck all the way till last week, mm. and then Arsenal just yeah. just fell off a cliff. Would you be okay if uh, Gundogan ends up at Arsenal? He's not going to Arsenal. No, he's not. There's no what's way. He to, what's he told you? He's not told me anything. He's not going to Arsenal. There's no way. How would you leave City and go to Arsenal? What for? What for? They can't pay him any more money. They're not going to win anything. Jesus went there. Sinchenko went there. Yeah, but they weren't going to get a game. Arteta went there. They weren't going to get a game. Arteta went there because he's Arsenal. You know, Jesus ain't going to get a game over Haaland and Zinchenko ain't going to get a game over Ake. So it was, good, it was a good move for them. But Gundogan ain't going to Arsenal. Vinny's not going to Tottenham either. So forget it. It's not happening. You're quite dismissive of Arsenal in saying that though. Yeah, I love it with that lot because the fans are idiots. The producer's right. It's just yeah. good off. Uh, he's a proper idiot as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, they why, are. Why the idiots? They've got more fan channels than any club in the world sport. This is music. There's about is, yeah. a thousand of them. You know, you can't you can't have a you can't look at YouTube without some fan. Well, they'd, they'd argue that you lot can't feel the Etihad. I know. I was there against Madrid, and the thing is that hardly anybody there. You don't have to queue for anything when you get there. Just walk straight in. <laughs> Just nobody there. I had four seats to myself. I actually was lying down at one point. <laughs> Lovely. It was quiet. There's just like moseyed on down to get a drink. You know, the... the, the you don't mean that. Arsenal fans are not being idiots. facetious. You don't mean that. I know quite a few and they were selling, they were giving it the big one in January, February and they know they were and I watch enough of their fan channels because it's highly amusing and they know they were and, uh, you know, they come out with this, it's good against evil and all the money and all that and it's just like suck it up I but tell you what Arsenal did they produced the Invincibles and that is something that Manchester City are yet to do yeah but that was before people had you know cameras on their phones so it doesn't count <laughs> it's role reversal here I've just got Frank Warren texting me saying not so much about the idiots because normally what I get is him texting me giving it a big and over the phone, over, over the phone <laughs> Frank's, Frank's, Frank's a good boy though man I've been in Frank's box he's a good lad he's a good guy are man. you very comfortable that the treble will be achieved are you comfortable that you'll beat United no. at Wembley are you comfortable no. that you'll win in Istanbul no I think that I think the game in Istanbul is going to be a lot tougher than people think because the psyche of Italian football and their media and their fans is they will play for penalties you know and they're well, and they're well accustomed to do it but um, 
you know, on paper, you should you should win them all. Mm. But you know, there's the emotion of the derby. You know, there's all that. It's life and death for United. You know, United are now not talking about winning the FA Cup. They're talking about stopping City from winning the treble, which is that was that was City's attitude twenty years ago to United. You know, so it's amazing how the tables have turned. But um, and in the Champions League final, my only my I I say I think we cannot be as bad as we were against Chelsea, and surely now. Pep knows his first team and if they're all fit and firing you know on paper we should get it done but this this is top 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 level sure football sure thing absolutely you're going to beat the FA Cup final you're going to beat that <laughs> I'm not going to beat either of them if you can you're believe not going to beat it. either no. of them well, so, what, so, so what happens in my line of work is when we organise tours my management and agents are told not to book anything around the Champions League final so it's usually on my birthday 28th 29th for me so a few months ago, it's put in front of me this tour starting in America on the second of June. Brilliant! I fly there. Where's Where's the final? If we get to Istanbul, I fly from Istanbul, and none of us had factored in the World Cup, and it was like then going. It's been an administrative error, Simon would say, <laughs> and uh, because it's later on. Yeah, because it's later. It's pushed back two weeks, and I can't. Yeah. I can't begin to tell you. Um, but you know, a lot of my friends um, friends are saying. Oh, can you not cancel the gig and be there? And it's like, well, as long as they don't, as long as they win it, I don't care about being there. Winning it is more important than me seeing it. Would you consider, would you consider saying to your management, I've got to be in Istanbul. Somehow no. do something with that no, gig in that day. No, I wouldn't let the fans down. They've bought the tickets now. No, it's, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I've got, you know, I've seen City win the, when we won the, when we won the, the league with the Aguero moment, I was away on tour for that. And I was I'm to be in America, South America there. So the omens are good, but, I'm um, no, I'm cool with it. I'm 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 gonna be. I mean, I'm gonna be in a bar in San Diego with a load of guys going. Go on, you citizens. Yep, city. Which might be a bit a bit challenging, but <laughs> you'll be uh, thinking about the final, though, won't you? You won't be thinking about the performance. No, not at all. Gig, no, no, no. I mean, if we win that, I'll be going on stage in my underpants that night. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> with a big cardboard cut out of Harland. Um, I uh, no, it's important that we win it, and then that's a full stop against that particular. Uh, yeah. journey yeah. and then and then yeah and then yeah but if we don't win it you know there's going to be a collective ah from everybody in in in, in english football so and so complex, victims complex again yeah, yeah, though well no but there is thought i'd be the same if it was anybody you know any, no, if any english team in the final you know and they don't get project beat. your own mean spiritedness yeah. across other people's no, five minutes what i do it's got me where i am today <laughs> and i could say the same to you as well but um i think uh yeah, it's they're, they're they're big big games for those lads, you know. Oh, it's I mean, a dream, isn't it? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. it's oh, all set look. up beautifully, isn't it? it could, I it's mean, magnificent. You know, if I thought twelve years ago when um, there was the takeover that we'd be sitting here, you know, talking about Champions League finals, you, you wouldn't. You think they were crazy from where we yeah. came from? Yeah. Who's your all-time favourite City player? I liked Issa Hartford. Remember Issa? I was with Issa the other night. Were you? And uh, yeah, he was up there in uh, at the at the Madrid game. He's a good friend of my mate, uh, my mate Scully, his dad uh, from Glasgow, and uh, yeah, Issa was in there. Funny thing about Issa is, no one's ever called Issa. <laughs> He's up there with Jesus and Elvis. It's a great name. Do you know what I mean? It? Unbelievable. Very good name. I think I think he explained to me last night where it come from, but I I, I, can't, I can't remember what he said. But um, Issa's <laughs> great, top man. Yeah. Um, but my favourite City player, well, for years. Dennis Stewart was crystallised in black oh, and white with yeah, the overarching yeah. against Newcastle. So he yeah. was every... And Colin Bell was the king, but you, you're going to be... I mean, these players now are just 
I mean, they're unbelievable. Like, David Silva was just the greatest thing we'd ever seen. And De Bruyne's up there. Vinny, I mean, Aguero, I don't know. You, the I list is endless. I Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Noel Gallagher, of course, once of Oasis, but now of High Flying Birds. Noel in studio with us here this lunchtime, live in TalkSport. If you're watching on Facebook and on YouTube, you can see Noel with Simon and myself here in the 17th floor of the news building. Mate, you're in for one hell of a tour, are you not? Yeah. I'm looking at the number of um, gigs on your US tour. Then you're here in the summer and then the European dates. I mean, honestly, um, you're gluttons for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for serious physical mental punishment well, here, you know. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great life, you know, to tour the world and play music. For, you know, I'm I'm in the middle of a promo thing now, and honestly, I can't wait to get on the plane uh, a week on Wednesday for a bit of peace and quiet, and then I'm done then, and then all I've got to think about is the two hours show uh, at the night, and it's a it's a great it's a great life, you know. It's a it's a my band are great, and all the you know, the people that come on tour with me are, are, are great we're a good laugh there's Scousers Mancunians there's Cockneys we're all football loving troop and uh, yeah have a great time wouldn't change it for the world and why, why wouldn't you You know, I couldn't speak, I couldn't think of a better way to spend eight or nine months of a year touring, touring America in the summer is on a bus I mean you see it all it is an amazing amazing trip just doing what you always dreamt of doing yeah yeah um, Noel I've got to say so many people getting in touch I really don't know where to start um, but I'll start with this one Dom uh, is a gunner in Surrey these City fans like Noel they're full of it we <laughs> lost our momentum after we lost William Saliba but here's the thing we haven't torn up the FFP rule book to field two <laughs> first teams so we know where he's going with that yeah. Manchester City are the champions, the Premier League champions, but they're going for another two. They're going for the, cha the the Champions League, of course, we know that, and they're going for the FA Cup against United. No, where do you stand in this? Because fans of other clubs will constantly tease you about this. Are are, are they the, are Manchester City the greatest champions or the greatest cheats? Well, we don't know, do we? We don't know until until on the pitch, the greatest champions. What's going on off the pitch? None of us know. So, I mean, I have I don't know what the charges are. The fact that there's 115 of them seems a bit petty to me but you know there's got to be one big one somewhere you know but I uh well, well, I mean, well, I could break them down. Well, go on then. Yeah, I'd, I'd I mean, 50 alleged breaches of Premier League rules over providing accurate financial information, eight alleged breaches of Premier League rules over manager remuneration, 25 alleged breaches of Premier League rules on profitability sustainability, 30 uh, over assisting an investigation. So the list is lengthy. I'll tell you no. what, it's a, it's a good job the music business is not a sport because I'd be <laughs> up against it. <laughs> I mean, you take them seriously as a City fan. Well, I don't... Look... Does I, it bother you? What's... Right. There's no point in worrying about it now. The FA and the Premier League have been after City for a while. And... What will be, will be, you know. How do you mean they've been after City for a well, while? Well, there's been, there's been talk of you know, the FFP thing for a while, you know, and I don't know what to make of it. I'm sure, I'm sure that there's the FA and the Premier League have got their people saying that it's this and I'm sure City have got their people saying it's that. Somewhere in the middle, it will, it will all come out in the wash and then 
the sanctions will be whatever they are should City get found guilty and then we'll all move on. You know, but at the expense of rattling Simon's cage here, I would say to all the Geordies listening, you know, I've heard all the radio this morning about Newcastle and it's great and all that and it is great and it's wonderful. Wait till you start winning something. And then some balding fool in the Times will look back and go, oh, hang on a minute, it would seem Eddie Howe was given a bag of sweets by an Arab in a bus stop at two o'clock in the morning, thus breaching the Premier League's rules saying nobody can have this amount of sweets. Oh, shut so up, as long no. as no Let me speak, a I'm a guest. Let me, you asked me to come on this show, right? Because <laughs> you keep bothering me of your opinions. I, I don't bother you at on all. On you go, on you go, finish and your it's point. Like, uh, you know, once you start winning something... The atmosphere will change, you know, but it won't. It doesn't make the winning of it any less special. What are they going to do? Strip City of the titles? Yeah, but are you worried, Noel, that that winning of things will end up tainted? Not to me. I know what I felt. I know what I seen the day against Aston Villa. I was there. I know what I seen. I know what I seen against Real Madrid. I know what I seen. So what will be will be. And I'll tell you this: if Whatever the heaviest sanction could be, you know, like Liverpool, Arsenal and United fans wrote me get booted out of the league, that club would be supported more. I was at that club in the third division when we got 32,000 every single week. And that we, we, we loved it. We went there because it's our club. It's our club. We're not there for the trophies. Oh, We're yeah. not there for the glory. We were there. I was there for... It's hard to argue with, no, surely. I was, no, 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 no. There was a hardcore of that support 32,000. We will, we will yes, nothing. Yes, Paul Dickoff scored a goal against Chesterfield. We all know the story. I don't yeah, expect I mean, you. That's hard to argue with. And that's, that's fair. fine. They were a big football club in that respect. And they dropped down two leagues and landed in League One, got themselves back up again. But we're not talking about that now. We're talking about the nature of being at the top end of the pyramid. What Noel's indulging is a victim's complex is that people are <laughs> suggesting that because they're winning something, they want after them. This isn't something that's a debate. They've been sanctioned. They were sanctioned in 2011 or 2012 for breaching financial fair play. They took a £60 million fine. It got reduced for good behaviour down to 20 minutes. This is I, not a debate. I paid, it's a fact. Half, I paid half of that. Did, uh, yeah, at yeah. one, one tour. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Out of the royalties. Um, but so the point, in no way will it ever be tainted. Whatever you're If you get this treble, you're never going to look back and think, oh, God, okay. look at what they've done to okay. us now. Look, it'll be tainted in the eyes of Inge and Brackett, you know, Ka- you know, Carragher and Neville, those pair of clowns. Chuckle brothers. And, yeah, the Chuckle Brothers. Uh, and it'll be tainted <laughs> in Arsenal fans eyes but who cares i don't care i don't care i'll pay the fine which one's hinge and which one's bracket bracket and hinge uh gary neville bracket and <laughs> jamie carragher's hinge hinge and bracket yeah <laughs> okay you know it's there you know the charges are there but life goes on that's the way you're looking at well, it well we don't it's like you're innocent until proven guilty yeah, right so yeah, the, yeah. it's all hot air now you know it's kind of it's should, all, it's should, all, it's like, all city, should city fans like no care no not really because why should they they can't bet other people's like, they can't fight other people's agendas I've never had a problem with Fitty on, uh, with Fitty with Fitty on the field <laughs> compilation of two things there um, with Fitty on the field I don't like the stance if you're not guilty of something clean it up clear it up stop using economic might and tactics of subterfuge and redirection and misrepresentation to be able to overcome. If, you're not, if you've done nothing wrong, and giving someone a dual contract and running one set of salaries through one set of books and another is not giving someone a packet of gobstoppers at a bus station. That's what they call it, good business sense, eh, Simon, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, well, there you go, then. If Raffles is your business partner. Okay, we've covered good it. Good boy, Raffles. <laughs> and- Download, stand well back. 
Listen, Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. If I had a gun, I'd shoot a hole into the sun. Love would burn this city down for you. Recognise that voice, do we not? It is Mr. Noel Gallagher. And of course, the new album coming out, Council Skies, is released on June the 2nd. And I'm delighted to say that Noel is with us live in studio with Simon and myself here at TalkSport. Noel, tell me, the front cover of the album. Yes. Give me a story about the significance of that and describe it for us. Well, uh, well the, the album's called Council Skies. And the, the original idea was to have some um, shots of... From council estates all over the all over the country, and when that became a bit of a, a bit of a tall order, was I said, well, well, let's just do them in Manchester, and then I I happened to be up um, in Manchester one weekend, and I'd never been I'd never been to where Main Road was since it was demolished. I'd never been there, and um, we kind of drove past and uh, got to where and they'd kept the centre circle and they built a housing estate around it, a council estate, and. Uh, I thought this is just amazing, and um, it, uh, so I thought I thought well, we'll shoot it here. And, th- and there's an old album cover by Pink Floyd, an album called Oma Gummer, where they've got all their equipment set out in a in an arty style. And I thought we could marry the two ideas. And uh, yeah, it's a funny old day. It was uh, we got there setting up the equipment. There's people coming out of their houses going, "I hope you're not going to be making any bloody noise there." <laughs> <laughs> and then it's oh, it's you. And then and then and then and then they see me and they were like, "Are you doing a gig here?" And I was like, "I'm doing a photo shoot." But um, does that give you a lot of satisfaction when well, you when you when you create something like this? Yeah, well, Main Road is a special place to all city supporters, and uh, it, uh, when we we had to call the council and Andy Burnham, uh, top man, uh, grease the wheels and uh, and and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and that was it. And it was a beautiful day. We were going up there and uh, it was it was poetic. It was Tuesday morning and there was light drizzle in the air in Manchester. It was a beautiful Manchester morning. And, Excellent. Um, yeah, we were in and out. And we, yeah, it's great. You know, it's um, Main Road is significant for me on a personal level with the with the, with the the gigs that Oasis did there. And yeah. uh, obviously the, the place where I first went and watched football, you know. Yeah. We're getting calls coming in from... Every part of the planet, I've got to say. We mentioned uh, that Noel and his band are heading off to the USA uh, June the 2nd. It all starts at Auburn, uh, near Seattle, uh, the White River Amphitheatre. And there afterwards, a huge number of gigs. But Christy is uh, calling in from San Diego. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Very well indeed. Um, Christy, I'm, I'm Jim White. Simon Jordan's beside me, but you don't want to talk to us. You want to talk to Noel Gallagher, right? I actually do. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I am the chair of the San Diego branch of the Manchester City Official Supporters Club, and my branch asked me to get up at what is now 4.30 in the morning and try and call in to invite Noel to watch the Champions League final with us if he would be interested. I don't know if he already has plans, but if he doesn't, I... he would be more than welcome to join us at our bar and watch with us. There you go. Here he is, Chris. Go I... for it. Well, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Um, I'm, well. I'm I... terrified to be talking to you. Oh, really? Oh, so my reputation precedes me. Simon's far I'm, worse. I'm a, I'm a hu- I am a huge fan. Oh, thank you. Well, I didn't, I didn't have plans, but I do now. So... Uh, You'll have to give me some kind of address, and then uh, I'd love to come and watch it with you lot. It'd be great. 
That would be amazing. Do you want me to pass it on to the producers off air? Or That's right. Well, what, I tell you where we're watching. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do it on air. If I, I wouldn't do it on. I wouldn't do it on air if I were you. I did not want to do it on air. No, no. If you just yeah. give it to one of the producers, and then he'll pass it on to my guy, and then Perfect. and then somebody will email somebody, and that'll be that. And then uh, I will grace you with Wonderful. my presence. Fantastic. We look forward to seeing you and welcoming you to our bar. How, yeah, how many? How how, how 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 many are you in San Diego? In San Diego, um, week in, week out, there are about eight of us. That week, there will be a intimate. lot of extra people to turn up because there are always people who turn up for the big ones. Okay. I'm guessing we'll have a crowd of about 100 that day. Okay, great. I'd love to. Yeah, so but, you're yeah. going to do this, are you? I'm going to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, no worries. I'll be there. Brilliant. He's okay. My week. I'm stay- meeting my husband for his birthday for this. So. <laughs> you, stay, you stay in the line. We'll, we'll finish the call now, but you, you stay in the line. And you're going to speak to some of our people here. Chrissy, thank you very much. Thank indeed. you very much. Have a great day. Go back to bed. I'm going back to bed now. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think she's going to sleep. Uh, that, that is for sure. I mean, do, do you love when things like that happen? Just like impromptu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't have any plans of watching it. It's um, In America, it's, it's weird because each state has a different carrier for the for whatever channel it's on so i have a guy that's on tour with me phil smith who i've known for way over 30 years who's who's one of his jobs on tour is to find out where these matches are on and we go and watch them and um yeah the fa cup final is going to be at seven in the morning and but the the champions league final will be at midday but yeah i'll go, I'll go to that bar and watch it yeah yeah, yeah. Really? you know you know how you, you you absolutely love this club have, have you ever spoken to caldun alma barrack about being part of it. I mean, I mean, being part of it. No, 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 no. They don't need me. I remember once in the nineties when Franny Lee owned the club. Uh, he was trying to get Oasis to in, to invest in in the club, right? And I remember going for a meeting with him at the training ground, and uh, one of these at like, the marketing people then had this idea that they had no, they had no official number one in the squad, right? And they were saying, so we got this idea, whereas we we sign you, and we have an official jersey with Gallagher on the back. And I was saying to Franny Lee. You do know that I will turn up for training, <laughs> and, I'll, and I will fight for my place. And he and he was going, "It's just a marketing thing, son. It's a marketing thing." And uh, but uh, no, I've never wanted to get involved in football. There was a time when Oasis were massive and City were at their lowest. And would you do something? I was like, "You don't need people shouting at you on the terraces, Gallagher out and all that. I just want to be a fan. I just want to be a fan. You know what I mean? That's all I am as a fan." Yeah, and. Uh, when I go up there to City, they ask me to do various things for the social media and all that, and I don't mind that. But I'm just, I'm just a fan. When I when I when I see the players and Guardiola, I'm just like, Ooh. is it is it true? When you were a kid, you used to wash the car of the Man United players. No, that was the other fella. Who? Liam. Oh, really? Yeah, Liam. Liam was was a valetor for United's, which I always thought a bit of their DNA rubbed off on him somehow. <laughs> Because he never goes to the city matches. I never see him there anyway. Did but... you approve of him doing that at that time? No, we mocked him relentlessly. I've never let him forget it. Yeah, that's where his love of Eric Cantona came from, which has always been a bit suspect for me. <laughs> so why was it City and not United for you? Well, I was born I was born in Longsight. And from my bedroom, you could see the floodlights from Main Road. And it was just, that was the local team. And it's the one good thing that my dad ever did was he took us to City first. Because in where we come from, if you... If you support one, you can't support the other, and that's it, you know. So, we used to walk to Main Road, and we used to see, we used to go and see the city players train at Platte Lane, and uh, 
just my local team and that was it and you remember the first game you ever went to I did I do remember it I don't remember it vividly but it was in 1974 it was against Newcastle we were at home we won 5-1 and I can remember Malcolm McDonald scoring the one off the underside of the bar <laughs> uh, yeah but I remember going to I was fascinated with the kip acts and the singing of the songs I often think that's where my anth- anthemic kind of thing came from and um it's just my it's, it's it's funny it's like it's you know when it's your club it's your club you can't really you can't really have a perspective on it do you know what I mean you yeah can't. Do, you, do you miss those days no no pre no pre the the, the Mansour ownership I miss no I miss the days of being anonymous on the terraces and just being one of the fans now when I when I go to City now I go in a, in a box and you know and it's all great in the chairman's lounge and all that but when I go away I'll go on the terraces just with the fans uh, my lads love that even more because they love you know the swearing and I was, oh, you know I'm like mad guys and something you know and um, <laughs> but city fans are, I mean I don't know I, I don't I don't get nostalgic for being in the third division this is it when 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 they first took over and I don't know if you remember there was a guy who was fronting it and he was giving it the big one on the telly saying we're going to sign Messi and Ronaldo and all this and I was thinking oh is this just another comedic episode of Manchester City but then when I then when I met. Carl Doon, it was like, oh, these guys, these guys are serious, you know. Mm. And then it was, then there was one afternoon, I, a team trotted out at the Etihad and it had Vincent Company in it, David Silva, Yaya Torre, Sergio Aguero, Nigel de Jong, Gareth Barry, and was like, actually, this is on now, you know. And ever since then, it's been, you know, they were, they were, they made good on their promises, you know, and they've been astonishing for the area and for the city and, you know. And what about United this season? Under ten hag, what do you what do you make of what the neighbours are doing across the city? You know, like look, nobody is under any illusions that once when Pep leaves, that's it. Then you have to roll the dice again. If if any Man United fan thought that United were going to carry on after Mister Alex Ferguson, right, then they were living in cloud cuckoo land. It's cyclical. I remember growing up in the 70s and 80s, where I could never, ever, ever believe that Liverpool would never win the league ever again. They were just so good. Anfield was such a place. John Barnes, all the, you know, Ian, all those great players. It was inconceivable that they would go 30 years without winning the league. Inconceivable. It, in the 90s, it is inconceivable with that team yeah. that you would say they'd be 10 years without winning the league or whatever it is. But that's football. You know, Newcastle are coming. The most important person our club is Pep Guardiola. Once he's had enough and he walks, then you roll the dice again. And, you know, well, it, it won't be as stable as this, I wouldn't have thought, unless they get it right again, which is, you know, what the law of averages and that. But United... Uh, you just feel blessed to have lived through the Pep oh, era. Oh, good Lord, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's just been, you know, we all admire, as football supporters, we all admired him from afar anyway. That Barcelona team was something to behold. Sure. And... When the news was coming that he was coming to our club, was like, oh my god, you know, this is going to be far out, and um, he's been he's he's been everything that you hoped he would ever be, do and have, more. Do you have nightmares, Noel, that United might be the ones if they win the FA Cup final that stop the treble? Well, winning the league has took the pressure off. If I was to have to give up one of those trophies, it would be the FA Cup. As long as you win the Champions League. The treble. It's a rarity. It's it not like that dragon, doesn't it? It takes yeah. away that argument yeah, that Man yeah. City can't go to the top table because they haven't won the Champions yeah. League. Yeah. 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 So yeah. if we have to give up the FA Cup to win the Champions but I want it all. 
won it all. Mm. And I want four in a row next season. Yeah. And I'd like to retain the Champions League should we win it. And um, yeah, I mean, this team is capable of anything. With that guy up front and the guy in the dugout is capable of anything. We'll talk about that in a second. Everybody is listening to this far and wide. Ian Eyre, remember Ian Eyre, Managing Director at Liverpool. Indeed. Ian's just getting in touch. He's over in America, of course. Uh, tell no. free tickets. I'll be watching him. I'll, I'm going to the gig in Franklin, Tennessee. But here's the thing. Is he prepared to wear a Liverpool shirt? Me? Yeah, yes. You. Good Lord, what for? <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, he would like you to. Okay, what he'd like? I've got, I've got uh, the guy that stands to my right, my bass player, Russ, and my guitar tech, the guy that looks after my life on the road, are both staunch Liverpool fans. They, You couldn't be any more red. And when us and Liverpool were going for the title, it got... Tricky on tour, you know what I mean? We weren't allowed... We'd watch the game separately. Right. And not allowed to say anything afterwards for interband harmony. Uh, yeah. And there was one night where they knocked us out of the Champions League. We were in we were in Milan. We were watching it together and bass player celebrated a bit too much for my liking. I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay. I let him have his day, right? And then when they played Madrid in the final and he was like, can we go on stage later that night? And I was like, no. <laughs> we're going on stage and he had to watch it Early. on an iPad while I watched them with him get battered by Madrid. And you loved and it. And me and my mate Phil Smith in the dressing room afterwards, who's a City fan, were drinking champagne going, payback, eh? <laughs> Roughing it, eh? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. has been in studio with Simon and myself here at TalkSport as we head into the home straight. It's 10 to 1 this Tuesday lunchtime. Noel, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, this is on uh, page 19 of The Sun. What about this? Um, your handwritten lyrics for Wonderwall apparently going under the hammer today. Um, expected to fetch up to two and a half grand. Yeah, well, I can assure you now that those aren't the lyrics because... Are they the lyrics? No, because is that the real I thing? well no because when I, when I well it's my handwriting I'll tell you what what's happened here when all those no one had heard the songs when we went to do Morning Glory 
So it's one of the great regrets of my life. I We didn't know what Oasis was about to become. And I threw all those lyrics in the bin. I just didn't think anything of them when they were all finished. They are ones that were written out for, it would have been for some tour afterwards or something like that. They're not the original lyrics because they, they've gone in the bin. Because the original lyrics, you would think, would oh, go I'd, for a hell of a lot more than two and a half thousand quid. <laughs> I'd be pretty upset if it was a couple of grand. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely my handwriting, but I've seen that. I think that they're, when you see them, I think they're photocopies. Okay. There's a lot of stuff that you see knocking around on the internet that, it's terrible when you meet people and they say, oh, I bought this on the thing and you just say, "That's I'm sorry, but that's yeah, that's not the real one. And like, well, hang on a minute, the guy, the guy in the pub said it was, you know, but... No, setting a, an argument in here, Wonderwall, who is it about? Well, uh, right, I heard you going on about this in the, in the thing. When, it, when, I, when I wrote it, uh, and then we did the cover and it came out, there's a, there's a girl on the front of the cover who used to work in the creation offices. Um, oh, God, I can't remember her name. Anyway, she was like long blonde there. She looked like my then wife, Meg Matthews. And, and then when, uh, you know, doing the interviews for the thing and, uh, you know, they said, oh, is this just about your wife? And what, how do you say no? You know, so I was like, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but it's, it's, not about, it's not about anyone in particular. It's, no. about, it's about just a generic kind of, which is why it's so popular, I guess. It's a generic kind of... Mm. So yeah, I mean, most of my great songs are about the universal truths of life. They're not really, they're not really that autobiographical. Most of my know. great songs, I love that. I know, I've only done about. I mean, are you rightly really proud of what you've written? Oh God, there's not. Look, there's not a day goes by where I don't hear it on the radio or get asked about. It's like young lads, you know, young lads who were babies when we split up. You know, will come up to you and. They're into it so much, do you know what I mean? And it's like changed their lives. They got it from their older brother and all that kind of thing. And it's a, honestly, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing. It makes me think that we did something really, really timeless and special. Mm. And actually we did something that none of us were actually aware of at the time. You know, we were just in a band and we did this thing and we were just going from one thing to the next. And um, since we broke up, you have a lot of time to take a step back and, you know, and when I do my own gigs, they're, they're, they're great. But then when you do those songs, there's there's, there's something else. You yeah. know? It's, it's like when you go and see him, you know, the greats like McCartney, for instance, it's like, and he does his wing stuff and his new stuff and it's great. But then when he does, you know, the stuff, it's Can kind of like, well it's a, it it's a different, yeah. So that's a great question for you, Noel. If Noel was to take three tracks to the Noel Gallagher time capsule, what, what, what would mine? You, yeah. Supersonic. Uh, my flanks, my favourite Oasis tune because of how it came to be. It just we were in a studio one night, and Alan McGee wanted us to record this particular song for our debut single, and we weren't getting it right. And somebody said, "Just go write a new one." And I went in the back and I wrote it in about half an hour. We recorded it in one night, and it was a timeless little piece of magic. And then, don't look back in anger for what it's become. You know, when I was when I wrote that song one night in Paris, if I'd have known what it would become, I'd never have finished it. Because how, 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 how could you even write a song that you know 30 years later has turned into some kind of hymn, mm. you know? Uh, and then I would always go for a new one. There's a song on my new album called Dead to the World, which is which is pretty personal, which I love. But, yeah, I mean, I've written so many great songs. That <laughs> you hard, have. It's hard to choose. You have. <laughs> which brings me to this. Are you going to get back with him? <laughs> well, I put it out there. He won't call. I mean, he should call me because he's like, 
He's forever going on about it. You'd have thought by now he'd have a, like some kind of plan, and you know he should he should he should if he's got a plan he should get someone to call. he doesn't even have to speak to me. He won't speak to me. I know he won't speak to me. He's a coward, right? So he should get some of his people, his agent, <laughs> that help it to call to call my to call my people and say, look, this is what we're thinking, and then we'll have a conversation about it. Until then. He's been a little bit disingenuous with his. Do you want to do it? I mean, I'm, fans. I mean, I'm. I, I, I was never an Oasis fan. I've become actually more appreciative of your music as the years have gone past. I knew there was always something wrong. No, 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 you. mate. Listen, I didn't didn't listen to it. I mean, Jim was a Blur fan. Always a Blur fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a little bit more Richard Ashcroft. But oh, I, yeah. but, but, and I was always the specials were my thing. That's why right, I got yeah, back yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. You We're know, not caring about you. Great. No, no, no. But I'm saying to him, does he want to get back? Did you want to do it? I've always said that you know things are best left in the past. But if he, if he is. The thing with Liam is you read these things every day. He's saying on his thing, it's happening. It's happening. So he gets people's hopes up right all over the world. And then I get asked about it and I have to look like saying, well, it's news. And I have to look like I'm, you know, dropping a, a big foot on it. Call me. Call me. Right. Let's see what you've got to say. Why won't he? Well, I don't know. Why don't you get him in? Oh, he was, he was in here not that long ago and he was brilliant right. in this place. He was chatting to everybody and I have thought of asking him. Yeah, um, you should do. You should so, do. People ask me enough, but I mean, I, he's... Uh, well, you can't do anything more than that. I It's for, 30 years of definitely my, maybe next year. So my, it, why I not? suspect that he doesn't want to do it, but he just likes saying that he does want to do it. Do you know what I mean? Because he's got his own thing going on. He's selling out Nebworth and all that kind of thing. What does he want to share with me for? I'm cool with what I'm doing. He's smashing it. You know, why be disingenuous with people? You know, you know it's not happening. And if it, if, if he's if you've got a plan, give me a ring. So you're open to it if he gets I'm in open touch to a phone. I'm open a to a phone call for a conversation. Yeah. Other than that, stop playing with the kids. It's not fair on the fans. It's not fair. See, I have a man right here who puts people back together, like the specials, as he as he oh, mentioned. Right. So, come on, you could be the Perez de Quellier of this deal. <laughs> yeah, but I'd have to be invested. You see, I'm not invested. I think they were a wonderful band. I think Noel was a great songwriter, but I wasn't an Oasis fan, so it's wasted on me. What utter oh, nonsense, isn't it? Well, I mean, Sammy it's honest. Like, involved, like, it's like, honest. Like, no. like I say, I always something there was new, something that was wrong about Simon, and that and that is it. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. I know I'm, you listen to. I this have thing. to say, I listen to the show every day, and that guy there, I do. I mean, I text him with hand clapping emojis quite a lot because what he does say is, and it's a weird thing with Simon because when he's going in. On other clubs, you're like, yes, get in. And when he's going in your club, you're like, oh, come on, mate. <laughs> no, <back in. laughs> but uh, I have to say, there's a lot of people. I go on the terraces with the City fans, and he's got a lot of respect from the football community. That's kind I, I know of that. Thank you, mate. That's yeah. kind. Lovely. Good for you. No, thank you so much. Been a pleasure. Uh, it has been brilliant having you here. Uh, good luck with the tour. Thank you very much. I'm coming to San Diego, City fans. Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. Please leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back each weekday to bring you the best of the show. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.